This is Next Level, an Align Life Pro real-life case study that follows the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, and New York Times best-selling author, Michael Linton, as they guide me, Mike Gandolfo, a small business owner, on a journey to triple my business. We invite you to join us so that we can all learn to become better leaders that know how to work on their business and not just in their business. All right, welcome to another episode of Next Level, the Align Life Pro a uh, real life case study of taking my, Mike Gandolfo, my business, and we're trying to triple the uh, production of our brokerage, and I'm being carefully nudged and guided by the, the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, and of course, uh, getting sage advice <laughs> from my, my, my gray-haired friend, Michael Lennington. Thanks, Mike. New York Times bestselling author. And then we got a special guest today because I think a common theme has been on the show is that we've got a lot of people who want to see us achieve this goal and are cheering for us. And one of those people is actually here in person, and I'm super excited. Um, it's a uh, we you hear us sometimes on this show talk about white hats, and just so you know what that is, um, I am coached by a business coach from a company called Buffini and Company, and a white hat would be the cream of the crop, I guess, the upper yeah, echelon of that group. So I, it's always hard for me to say that kind of stuff because it feels kind of braggadocious, right? So I would agree. Yeah. So Christy Davis is here. And, and what's great about having Christy here is that she's coming from not necessarily a realtor perspective, but from a leadership perspective. And I'm ex- super excited. You know, she's been a broker. She's She kind of knows what the leadership and the, uh, the herding cats is all about. So Industry expert. She definitely. is definitely in an industry but expert. But with a different perspective from yours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Although I think we align a lot. More you agree with that, Kristen? I would agree with you. Yeah. We do. Yeah, absolutely. So, so four voices today. Kristen, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. We, gotta, we, we're, we're, we, we don't have the mic setup we normally have, so. I'm doing what you do. I'm looking at mic and moving my mic all around now. It has more to do with like having how the microphone's angled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we had a, a very interesting Clubhouse call this week. We invited all of our listeners to ch- the list to join us on Clubhouse, which we would love for you to do on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, this week will not be a good one to do because I will not be there. Oh, Kristen, you're still doing it though, right? Yeah, I'm still doing it. Um, yeah. Aaron West, who was on our last call, I kind of put him on the spot and ask him to co-facilitate because he asked some great questions last time. So I don't know for certain he's going to be there, but it looks like he's going to be. Hopefully this will be a nudge if he's listening to it. Um, Michael's going to be on yep. too. Um, I would like to try to get, um, I know Katie's on vacation. Darcy was gold on that call last week. would like to get one of your other agents on in Clubhouse if we can do that as well. I know well. a lot of us are on vacation this week, so I don't, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Darcy, um, is one of our agents. She did join the clubhouse call. Having that perspective, I thought was fantastic on the clubhouse call. I don't know if it's going to happen this week or not, Mike. Um, some sometime in the near future, another one of my clients who is not in the industry, but you've had the pleasure of speaking with Barry Coslow. Yeah, hello, Barry. Barry's going to join clubhouse. All right. And, uh, Very sage man himself. He is, and he's got a legal background. He's a li- he's been a litigator in his past, um, so he's he's been taking copious pages of notes and has a lot to uh, come to the stage and offer. And he's been so. a fan of the show since the very beginning. Yes, he, and he's always given us really good feedback. He never misses an episode. Yeah. So, uh, 
there's going to be there's going to be some new things on the horizon. It's going to be interesting. And then you you did a great job in the clubhouse call, Michael. I didn't say much. I think that was what was the big popular thing is I kept my mouth shut. I <laughs> I actually heard really good feedback about the the uh, about the stuff you said. So oh, that's good. Yeah. So uh, what did you think? That was your first clubhouse experience? Yeah, I was having trouble figuring out where the mic unmute was. <laughs> Boomer here was like pressing. I kept pressing my icon and thinking that was where it was, and it was down below. Which, so. interesting enough, that's how you applaud in clubhouse. So, like, if you flash your mute button, that's yeah. how you applaud. But like, So I was applauding myself at the same time as I could figure out how to turn on my mic, I guess. <laughs> no, you know when the, the mic it shows muted or not muted, the little mic yeah. thing? He was trying to push that on his picture. Thanks. For you. Oh. We don't have to. We don't have to like, grind <laughs> this in. I was trying to be a little bit vague about how stupid you I was. Got to embrace <laughs> the boomerism. Yeah. Oh, come on now. All right, Kristen. What are we doing today? Okay, so today I want to kind of recap where we're at. You know, a, an update of of where we're at. Um, do a, a recap summary of, of the things we talked about in Clubhouse, and sure. then what it means moving from forward from here where where breakdowns occurring where we need to pivot where we need to improve upon things but where we need to really celebrate success again and we keep talking about that there's been some huge things with your agents that just continue that upward trajectory and you know Darcy being on clubhouse is one of those yeah huge huge successes going on that we need to celebrate all right so let's start with you got kind of beat up on Wednesday. Not really beat up. You got you I got, got asked some tough questions, a lot of questions from a lot of people. And I think I think the reason that's happening, Mike, is because people are going, you know, I'm I'm dealing with this. I'm going through this in my day-to-day life. So, you know, Mike's not the only one and I'm not the only one. And so people are really beginning to ask questions. And what I see, not just with your agents, but with Clubhouse as well, we're kind of creating this cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. People have a safe place to come, yep. which we've, we've developed that with your agents. But now I think we're doing this with Clubhouse as well. And people can come and, and feel safe and ask questions, get best practices, hear what other people have to say. I mean, this has turned into a much bigger collaborative effort than just your brokerage, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And if they come, I think they should not be not be nicey-nice, but really ask the tough questions, ask what they're struggling with and kind of point out where they see opportunities to improve because that's going to help us. Absolutely. It's got to be honest. It's got to be kind, but it's got to be honest. It doesn't have to. It's Mike, so we don't have to be super kind or anything like that. No, but I'm there to get stretched out of the comfort zone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're there to be challenged and uh, and that's okay. And there's some things that like I don't even technically really agree with. So as my phone goes off because it's not on mute, so I don't I apologize if you all hear the Call to the My post. My favorite sound. I was just in thinking you're going to have that ringtone now going for it, aren't you? I've never done that yet. Okay. I just like hearing it from somebody else. So if you can't hear it in the background, yes, it is the call, the call to, to the, the post. post. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that the challenge, all that kind of stuff, is is good because, and and you know this, Christy, when you're in a leadership position, sometimes it's it's well, it can be very lonely at the top. Right. You don't have those kind of people to kind of challenge and stretch you and whatever else. So No, it is a very lonely place and it's hard to learn through others sometimes. And when you have that safe space to ask those questions and grow and learn from that, it's an amazing opportunity when your agents are pushing you, when your staff is pushing you, all of those things are really super important. Yeah, I think, you know, Mike, when you when you um, kind of expose yourself to this process, there's a lot of um, 
potential discomfort from that, right? And, and as a leader, you kind of have all this ambiguity about what to do and how to, everybody's different. And it's not, it's not like a, if you're an, you're an advisor or an agent, you know, you get activity, you, you close a certain percentage of that activity and you make a certain amount of money. As a leader, it's a lot more ambiguous. And I think an ability to kind of hold that lightly, if you will, and, and just manage through it's pretty impressive. So I'm, I'm glad I'm not in your seat. And not because it's not good, but because it's, it can be difficult and, and sometimes you gotta confront some stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. A lot of people are learning from you and yeah. watching you through this process, which they can see themselves. And I'm impressed that you are taking this as well as you are through the process. Yeah. So and far. People are reaching out to you, to me. You know, you said something in Clubhouse that um, you didn't quite understand the nuances of real estate. So let's let's have a call. Let me tell you about my brokerage and why this works like this and why this doesn't work like this. And just some data points that you can use to kind of analyze things and, and move forward and ask questions for Mike. You know, different geographies are going to have different rules, sure. obviously. So, But it's just, again, it comes back to this collaboration and the people who are not just in your brokerage, Mike, yeah. but across the United States who are stepping up and saying... And Canada. And Canada, thank you. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're stepping up and saying, hey, you know... Did you think about this? Do you know that? Here's what we have to deal with here. Christy and I had major conversations this morning around you can't do this in Texas, where right. you can do it in Kentucky or you can do it in California. I think we were talking about escalation clauses. Yes, so, we were. you know, I, I am learning things that, you know, from from an execution standpoint, I don't necessarily have to know to help you, but it certainly gives me a lot of um, track to really start helping you in ways and ask questions that I may never have thought to ask otherwise. I had to fight for that escalation clause to be legal here in Kentucky. I'm Did Really? Yeah, I'm the person who kind of pushed it through. Nice. Ooh, our broker lawyer committee and our our Trek committee, well, absolutely not. You cannot be attorneys. You cannot write those. It is very oh, frowned and fined upon. I had an attorney write it, but you know we're getting too, too much in the real estate weeds. No. But yeah, that was... I, w I worked with a person who used to be the general counsel for the Kentucky Real Estate Commission to really kind of uh, allow us, because we weren't allowed to use them, I don't know, eight years ago or so. So, Okay, so quick update with the team. Yeah. They are still trending upwards. They are showing up. They are scoring. They're seeing the direct connection between the action they take or lack of action and those later outcomes so 30 days ago is yep. now showing up for them and they are seeing it they're recognizing it and they're adjusting and, and moving on we touched upon their raise have raised their hands and said there are other metrics that are just as important or maybe more important to my individual practice so they want more more accountability now i can't hold them accountable but they're asking for more tools to create that ownership. accountability mo ownership. and ownership yeah, yeah. um Darcy. Did I say? Did I say mo ownership? Mo, oh, yeah. mo, mo ownership. Mo ownership. Yeah, that should be the title of the book. Mo ownership. Yeah. Mo, mo, there you go. Although if you go moan, oh, it might be a little yeah. risque. Okay. So all right, go ahead. Oh man. So welcome, Christy. This is what we do. <laughs> um, and bourbon will come in here at some point. Uh, at some point. Oh yeah. wait, it just did, didn't yeah, it? It just did. Yeah. Okay, so now we've got that going on. You've had one agent say, "I want." to create my own 12-week year plan. Right. She has submitted it. I have looked at it. A second one has given me bullet points. Yep. And asking for guidance to go a little farther with that. There is, Darcy came to Clubhouse. Yep. 
stepped way outside of her comfort zone and got so open and transparent about I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to keep score. My life, I've got a good life. I like what I'm doing. I've got, I've got to be flexible to adjust to my family situations. And as we said, she's gone from, oh, I don't want to have these meetings to, oh, thank God we're having these meetings. And even beyond that, after, after Clubhouse last week, we meet with the team on Thursdays. They score Thursdays to Wednesdays. So I know they scored Wednesday night. I've got their scores Thursday morning. We know where we're at and what to talk. So Darcy wanted to know if we could, we could broach the subject with the WAM group that we could change the WAM day because she didn't want to miss out on the WAM. Um, and if she had to pick the other obligation, she'd been doing it for so long was so important, but she did not want to miss out on this. So she said, can we really please figure out a different day? So we talked to the team about it. We came up with another day. We've adjusted our WAM group and we're off and running again. So just her shift in thinking in the last nine weeks from eh to, hey, I need to change this day. I don't want to keep, I don't want to miss out on this. It's so valuable to me. And you see what the scores are. You see what's happening there. Um, so, yeah, pretty happy with what, what your team's doing. I'm, I'm thrilled. Like, the, it's just been remarkable. And just, uh, again, from my perspective, it's the, the just the palpable change in energy that has happened is just incredible. So, I know I keep on saying that, but it's, it's really No, impactful. but it's different levels of, Katie's going on vacation. And so she is, she said, I will, I will, I can, I can, I can be on the call. I may be on a beach, but I can be on the call with you. And I said, nope, you're on vacation. So you need to be present in the moment. You know, you get to have vacation. And she said, great, I'll take that, but I will send my scores to you before um, the WAM group so that you have them and you can still report out on them. So another level of ownership. And you actually, we, we talked a little bit about that, about, you know, vacations sometimes fall in the middle of plans right and you talked about how you should score that vacation week right if you work on it it actually you should give yourself a low score because it's vacation so if you had a great vacation didn't think about work or you know just it was really a a getaway relaxed time then you give yourself 100 percent. but if you start to do work and you're kind of half there half not there then then it's you should give yourself no credit for that vacation because vacation is vacation and you know it's interesting what you were talking about if i can jump back about the measurement piece because most people don't want to don't want measurement because it creates visibility into what actually happened and what i did and what i didn't do and to confront the gap between what I say and what I do is difficult and uncomfortable for people, especially when they think that that information is going to be used somehow to create a, a negative consequence or you know, call them out in some way that, that they don't want to be called out. And so in, in order for them to shift from that kind of view of, of tracking, because numbers really, they're just data points. It's like I don't beat myself up if I'm running out of gas, I stop at a gas station, right? I don't, I don't beat myself up if my car red light goes on and says, okay, you got to pull over, because it's just data that says I got to do something differently. But when we measure ourselves, we tend to beat ourselves up, and we don't like to confront the fact that we didn't do what we said. But if we approach it as it's just information, it gives us the ability to get better. It says, okay, here's the gap. What do I want to do differently next week so that I get back on track? Because we tend to give ourselves huge passes and we don't look at that information. So what's happened, though, is that these folks have not been beaten up with these numbers. You haven't used them to, and not that you would, but you just haven't used them to, to call them out and make them feel badly about not doing something they said they were going to do. Um, so now they're embracing them because they're the owner 
of the numbers. They're the owner of the outcomes if they hit the numbers. And so, so that's, I think, why you're seeing that. And further to that, if somebody has, I think I don't remember who it was. I just remember the data point was zero Popeyes for them this week. And I think, I don't want to call out Josh. Well, it doesn't really matter who it is. I, mean. I think it was, I think it was Josh. And I think it was because they're trying to sell their house. Right. And they, were, they were getting ready to list it. But anyway, the conversation between the other three agents was, well, do you have your Popeyes done? I'm going to be in this area. Can I drop some off for you? Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Holy cow. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, yes. because they get no benefit right. from no, that none, whatsoever. None Except the quid pro quo of down the road, maybe you're going to help me out too. But it, but they're offering before they get. That's yes, amazing. yes, it's it's incredible. Now you talked about data. You know, further to that point. Of course, they all do read the Go Giver before they come here, so they know that they're they have supposed to have that Go Giver mindset. But go ahead. So if you didn't just hear the name of a good book you need to read, we recommend <laughs> quick that one. book. Yep. You'll yes. knock and it's a it quick out. Read. It's great. Yeah. Um. Data is important, so we need to make sure we're tracking the right data. Initially, one of your agents was tracking calls, notes, and Popeyes for his renters, his rentals. Yes. And he had some pretty high numbers because he's got some high amount of rentals. And no, that's not furthering your real estate business for your listings and your being a buyer's agent. Right. So no, those don't count. And when we stopped tracking rentals, guess what we saw? About 98% of his activity that he was tracking was, was on renters, which had nothing to do with what we were trying to do to grow his the, business. Right. Exactly. So big spotlight all of a sudden. Huge performance breakdown. Hey, I thought I was great. Look at my numbers. You know, I have 60 calls and 40, whatever. I'm making those up. But anyway, suddenly it was, I had one note, four calls, zero Popeyes. Now what do we do with that? You yeah. know, it's a, it, like you said, Michael, it's just a data point, but it's a data point that says I have to do something differently because mm -hmm. I'm not, you know. There was not a direct correlation between those high levels of, of tactics being done to the business. I think Chrissy's dying to say He something. was living in his comfort zone. The oh, rentals yeah. are comfortable for him. And he had to stretch himself to go deal with really lead generating with a buyer or a seller. And that put him uncomfortable. So he's lived in that, that comfort zone. He and a lot of our agents do that. He had an easy field to harvest, and he looked like a rock star because of it. And he came in feeling good about things. But then we had to confront that data. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely been a struggle on that side for that, for sure. So, um, I, you know, when I heard you talk, you know, and that didn't, it's people, the gap, I guess, between saying what they were going to say they were going to do and then actually scoring it and whatever else. Like we're we're Chrissy and I are full full disclosure. Like we feel like we're in, in survival mode until we get everything kind of put into place. So like we're not even saying what we're doing because honestly, like we feel like any lead generation activity we get done right now is kind of bonus because we're just trying to keep everything afloat until the structure gets in. We've got to shift that. Like I I'm so ready for Chrissy and I to have our own twelve week plan to start thinking bigger past just like what's the immediate need right in front of our face. 
that it's uh that's not even funny well and as a leader you know your your numbers and your tracking is going to be different anyway because like you said lead gen is not your primary purpose right now for you right well it needs to be one of them though <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, it, but there's other things you're working on and to the extent so one of the challenges for some things is some things are really easy to measure right you can just track um what people are doing and and uh, you know, I've had this many pop buys or whatever, and that's easy. But what's harder to do is when you're you're um, doing things that aren't as aren't as numerically based, a little bit more ambiguous. You know, you're working on a project and all those things. But the more you can, the more you can figure out how to track success and progress in those areas, the the more effective you're going to be. Because two things are going to happen. One is you probably get better at that process. But the second thing is is that you're going to show up with your team like this is important to you. And there's this this we were talking about this last time the shadow right. effect. It really it's a real thing. And people look to you even though you know they're independent contractors in, in a large extent. They still look to you as the leader of the company, and and you influence them. Um, oh, and, and don't get it wrong. I mean, we got to produce to keep yeah. the doors open. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's right. not ro- we're not, not we're not rolling. Yet. Yeah, not, not sitting back in the beach. Yeah, yet. right. So I mean, it that that lead generation number is important, but okay. it's as is the recruiting number, and as is like their yeah. health goals and all this other stuff that we just kind of put off. That I feel like we're going to be able to get away on vacation, have some real good conversations, and just. I mean, our goal is to come back from vacation and just get back to what we were doing at the beginning of the year because so at the beginning I, of the year we were. We were nailing it. Sorry, so. Let me interrupt. What's uh, that? so can I ask you uh, on on record to commit to when you're going to be tracking? And yeah, I'm. I'm planning on tracking August. Okay. So I mean, That's which which is tomorrow. I am doing. I love this. Uh, Good catch. Hey, I wasn't going to. She's play. been around you too much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. I, so I, August, and that's when you come yeah, back. Right. Right. It'll be August. I want to use a, the trip to kind of figure out the, what the plan is, and um, and then right. get after the tracking. So. Right. Can I ask one favor? Sure. Can you pull your calls, notes, and Popeyes from last week and plug them into the spreadsheet just so we have data entry from you and Chrissy from a leadership perspective for our next team win? Uh, before I leave tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.? Make them up. I don't care. No, don't make them up. <laughs> don't make them up. Don't, don't make them up. That's worse. Wow. I know. I want something in there. You didn't hear I that need, from yeah, the performance I need you coach. to show up. Yeah. The, I think the, uh, I mean, I would have to do some serious go back and like really look at what we what we did. I mean, I, um, I'm trying to get our like tomorrow's August 1st. If you haven't collected uh, today's July 31st when we're recording this call, uh, we are uh, got to get those item of values out. That's what I'm going to be doing as soon as we're done here and. Um, so let's track that. Yeah, let's okay. put that. I just just a data point. Mark. Sure. Get a track or a score in there so yeah. that your your team sees that leadership's moving. They know that you're doing it. You know, start from where you're standing, and that's that's something that you can get done before you leave. That we've got measurable progress on, and your team will see it. I see it, and it's another step up. And then we're uh, we're having Jackie is on vacation right now. She's the the rock star hire we've had. She is going to assemble all of our Popeyes while we're gone. So then when we come back, we can do very special back-to-school teacher Popeyes. Perfect. Because that's a big part of our database. All right. So running a little bit long on this episode, I think. Okay. Let's let's touch up on Clubhouse and the things that came out of Clubhouse sure. on Wednesday. So um, Mike's in a hiring valley of despair. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. talent pool is gone, yep. basically. Um, there is your, there's your recruiting vision that you have. It's yep. not got a formalized plan yet. We're going to touch upon that in a different episode, yep. but, um, clubhouse was, was pretty confrontational on Wednesday. 
there were some some people who came to the stage and and asked some really hard questions so I think a lot of good information came out of it for you I think it parted the the curtains in a few ways but at the same time it was it was a little tough yeah would you agree yeah I mean I wouldn't like I left there smiling feeling like you know <laughs> I was smiling yeah so you have to be honest with what you're feeling. You know, why am I defensive? Why did I feel hurt? Why did I feel a little bruised? You know, but then did you work through that, Mike, and then figure out what the next step of action needs to be to to get the results in the hiring arena that you're looking for? Okay, in the hiring thing, so I, we took action. We we signed up with ZipRecruiter um, just to give me a different talent pool than you know. I I really prefer to almost. I find that the best people you get are people who are kind of acres of diamonds there in front of you, whatever else. And so, uh, but we've tried those different and everybody's, you know, looking inside their pools that's associated with us and just haven't had much luck. So we did put the job out on ZipRecruiter and we have had over 30 people ap uh, apply. So that's the other thing Jackie will do. She'll have this list to follow up with on Monday uh, to see who she can start scheduling screening interviews with for Chrissy when we get back. Um, we do have a, a hiring process that we're that we're on board with. Um, you know, that was one of the things in Clubhouse that kind of came out that I'm not fully on board with. Uh, just the overselling, I guess, of our of our vision and all that kind of stuff to them early on, because um, I feel like that's something that should happen later in the recruiting process. Um, mainly because we want we want people to. I've had it in the past where we've oversold our vision to, especially on the agent side, and we've made some mistakes on who we brought on board because, you know, I can get very passionate about that and and people want to be a part of that and but they just at the end of the day they just really don't have what it takes to to be here, so, um, yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a great point, but at the same time, <clears throat> I want to get excited about where I'm going. Oh, and, absolutely. And your, your vision, Mike, for the next couple of years is pretty exciting for everybody here, right? Yeah. And so I'd, I would probably sell that, but then the other side of that coin is you really have to understand, do they really fit? And right. so the process of learning is, yeah, they might want to join me, but do I want them to join me? And you know, I think some of the best hiring decisions are the no's where you say, yeah. I don't want to, because you bring in the wrong person and it's worse than not having something. Absolutely. And I think that was, uh, that's, that was the, my point, I guess, is that I felt like the, the conversation was having that a little bit early in the process and where I think it needs to be. So, um, I wanted that person pretty well scrubbed before I sit down and have that kind of rah, rah, this is where we're going. This is what we, how we feel like you can get us there. This is what it would mean for you if it happens kind of thing. So. It's the only reason I think we're talking so much about vision right now is that it, it, there's just a lack of workforce, right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people out there that just – now, these are folks that want to be realtors. They're, they're licensed. They're coming in, so that's maybe a little bit different. But it, recruiting right now and hiring is harder than it's ever been, in my experience, for getting people in. And, and uh, so, you know, just being flexible, trying stuff, and, and figuring it out. There's gonna Business as usual probably isn't going to be – as effective in that area, in my opinion. No, and that was one of the questions I want to ask to you. If you do a rear view mirror check on your hiring process and your results from the past, you know, there are some things that you feel like you don't necessarily like. You just said, you know, I would, you know, casting that vision kind of thing. Oh, I, I, I love doing that. Yeah, I know you do. You're that's, good at that. You, should, you might want to still lead with that, Mike. <laughs> yeah. But, but just not let everybody in. Yeah. That's that's what that's I'm what, saying. Yeah. So, so you know, you've got a process, but the process needs to be tweaked a little sure. bit. Sure. And basically. we have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
So I just want to make sure we're on yep. that page. So I think yeah. that's all I have to say. All right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show and uh, and continue to listen. And as always, like if you have questions or comments, the best way is send us an email. Coach at R. I'm sorry, that's not right. That was the RE solution. Coach at alignlifepro.com. Uh, send us a question or a comment or an email, and uh, we would love to read it on the air and see what uh, what we can do. And Help if you, you haven't out. joined us on Clubhouse, join us. It's yeah. a platform for everybody to participate in, get answers to your questions, concerns, hear best practices. It's a great repository for you. And Christy, you're going to stick around for one more episode, right? I'd like to for sure. Okay, great. All right, well, we'll see you next time on The Align Life Pro. You have been listening to Next Level by the Align Life Pro. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to coach at alignlifepro.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.